This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Thank you for joining us, your saltwater guide, with another phenomenal podcast coming to you live Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. I want to welcome everybody and thank everybody, and yes, you're noticing one thing missing on Thursday, my beautiful wife, Kelly Girl. Kelly Girl's got some pressing stuff going on right now, so she's not going to be able to join us today. I apologize for that, Um, but she said for sure next Thursday she'll be with us, so you got to look at my ugly face today. Sorry about that. Those of you that like to tune in on Thursdays to see Kelly Girl, she apologizes and said she will join us next Thursday. So thank you all for joining us today, Megaphone, Spotify. Apple Podcast, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're gonna we got a good one for you today. It's about what's going on in Southern California fishing season. What's what's it starting to look like? What's happening? Game plans come out today for those of you on the website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. And today is uh today is uh Roasted Anchor Coffee Company Thursday. And if you haven't checked out their website yet, we'll throw that QR code up in a little bit. Check out Roasted Anchor Coffee Company for the best tasting coffee you've ever had in your life. You won't believe how good it is. And the best part about it is it's coming out of San Diego. It's coming. It's home. It's put together right here at home in beautiful San Diego, California. So you're supporting a local family business. It's, It's good to support local families. Check out Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. But today we're going to talk about what it's, we're going to delve into anchoring because I had that question. Had that question and my good friend Darren who watches the show every day is blown away. He doesn't know what time it is. He's texting me asking for some numbers for Salt Creek right now. You're going to have to wait, Darren. It's showtime. But it looks phenomenal. The weather has come down dramatically. The bait companies are catching some quality bait. We have the bait report going up today at 3.30 in the afternoon. We have the game plans going up today at 3.30 in the afternoon. And you ask, what, what do you mean game plans, Cap Dave? What are you talking about? Well, most of us in Southern California, we have that J-O-B thing going on. So we have to work. And then we finally get to go fishing on the weekends, and we want to go catch something when we go fishing on the weekends. 
And I don't care if you're an expert or if you're a beginner. You need to have a plan when you go out. So I try to put together the most comprehensive plan I could possibly put out. And we put those out on Thursdays at th between 3.30 and 4.30 in the afternoon. That way, when you go fishing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and this week, it's going to cover all the way till the 4th of July because most of us are going to take Monday off and then we all have Tuesday off because that's the 4th of July. So we made that game plan go out throughout the whole weekend. Game plans are super important if you're going to go fishing because the last thing you want to do when you go out fishing on your day that you finally get to go use your boat or go with on a friend's boat, you do not want to fish for boats. You do not want to get out there and start looking for boats. That is not how you want to approach it. That is not what you want to do. So we try to give you the most comprehensive game plans from the Channel Islands. we got Sonny up there. He ran sport boats up there for a while. He knows what's going on. He's on the water pretty much every day, or at least his friends are. So we give you the most comprehensive game plans for the Channel Islands, for Catalina, San Clemente Island. We cover that bluefin bite offshore. We go all the way down to the Coronados. We give you what you should do if you're going to go to the Coronados this weekend. Then we cover the coastline from the Mexican border all the way up to Santa Monica Bay. And we give you a plethora of spots that you should be fishing or you should be doing and all those things. It might be your, it may be your, um, telephone that's making it sound like an echo because I don't think anybody else is hearing an echo. You guys all hear me just fine on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. Everyone's hearing me good. Good. All right. Might just be you. I'm not sure. Gang, make sure you share this on TikTok. Share this with all your friends. Hit the like button. Sprinkle some stars out. Yesterday was a good day. Mike Lewis, welcome back. Yesterday was a big day for stars, so thank all of you that left the stars. Thanks all of you. My gosh, the subscriptions over at uh, YouTube. <clears throat> We're going to have over a thousand new subscribers for the for the month of June. That's crazy. Instagram smoking along. It's cranking out about a thousand to two thousand subscribers every couple of days. Facebook, we're up to 241,000 followers. Can you believe that? TikTok, we got 90,000. It's just crazy. Yeah, the red tide, John, that never came to be. The red tide that's causing the California sea lion to attack people. But no one can see it. So I don't know where this super magical red tide is. And I watched a few more videos last night about this... Uh, um, I'm trying to get as much information as I can for all of you about these uh, windmills. Over in Great Britain, in Europe, and England, where they've, they've done this, guess what? No one can afford the, the power. No one can afford electricity anymore. No one can afford heating anymore over there where they've done all this new green deal. They can't afford it. Their electricity bill's gone up 300%. Gang, it's crazy. So we got to do everything we can to stop this green movement, gang. It's not what they say it is. It is not what they say it is, gang, and it is not going to do anything for us. And it, believe me, the guys that are pushing this thing up the flagpole, 
they're still getting in their private jets and flying all over the place. So they're lying out. They're just lying. It's just crazy. I don't give, I don't care what side of the fence you're on. Uh, if there's an R or a D in front of whatever you think you're thinking, I don't care. I'm just talking about the human race, man. We cannot afford this. It's not going to be good for any of us. So just take a look, go look, do your own research. Don't listen to me. Go look at everybody in Germany that's cutting down firewood to heat their homes because they can't afford energy anymore. I'm telling you, it is scary, scary stuff that's going on. And this new green deal is the worst thing that's ever happened to the world. It's really crushing everybody. So these windmills aren't going to work. They already, the people that are doing them already know that it's a money grab. It's that's what it's all about. But the amount of animals that are going to die for this and the amount of human beings that are going to die is just sad. But don't believe me. Go do your own research. Go look it up. Turn off the news and go start doing some research, reading some stuff, looking it up, checking it out. It is real. And call, call one of your friends over in Germany and ask him how their utility bill looks this month. Ask him, hey, Captain Dave said they went up 300%. You're going to be blown away when you find out. And that's where the new Green Deal is supposed to be working. Well, it ain't working, gang. It's really sad. But... um why do I talk about it? Well, I talk about it because they're going to build these windmills off of our coast in California. They're going to kill whales and dolphins and sea lions and, and birds of the billions of birds. We're trying to get our good buddy Tommy Gomes to come back on the show, talk about these uh, what he calls salad shooters that they're building. It is absolutely scary. It is absolutely scary what's going on in the world today terrifying. If you're not paying attention, gang, you need to wake up. CCA California is an organization that stands for us. It's the only voice we have at the table that, and if you're not involved, please get involved. I want to read you something that's going on. You know, about five months ago on our podcast, we had my good friend, Luke McFadden, who has a million followers on a on TikTok and half a million followers on Instagram. And this young man posted something. I'm trying to get the, they uh, took away his crabs. They're going to, they were going to have the, here it is. They were going to have the best crab season that they could even comprehend. And uh, in one fell swoop, they took away their crabs. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy what is going on in the world today. And CCA, grab that QR code that I just flashed up on the screen, gang. That is our only voice at the table. Here's last year, they saw a dip in the male crabs and juvenile crabs, basically. This is up in uh, the Chesapeake Bay. So they imposed an emergency regulation in emergency fashion, which we understand. But we're trying to say it's not an emergency anymore. We are seeing plenty of small crabs, males and females. August was going to be the best month of the year. The, August was going to be the best month we've had this season, just like in Maine. The DNR has taken the worst scenario and created undue hardship for the seafood industry in Maryland again. These limits will have a significant impact on Maryland's economy. Absolutely. That's something they don't take into effect. They don't talk to the people that are on the water every day. 
They don't talk to us and ask us what we're seeing. There's a guy sitting in a building somewhere in the Midwest that has all power and he just shuts stuff down wide open. We all need to get involved. We need to be out in front of this. We need to be out in front of these closures, gang. They're trying to shut down the fishing on the whole, the whole United States, but we're still eating seafood and we're getting it shipped in from foreign countries where they have zero regulation. Gang, if you don't look at that package of crab that you buy and find out, like Tommy Gomes always says, country of origin, it matters. They're trying to shut down the U.S. fisheries. They're trying to shut it down. They're trying to shut down the sport fishing. What? It doesn't make any sense. And if you want to be more in the know and know what's going on, go to CCA California. Grab that QR code right there that I have up on the screen on YouTube and Facebook. Grab the QR code. Get involved with CCA. See what's going on out there. And then this other article I was reading today, I don't know if you remember about a year ago, I was on the podcast and I was talking about how they want to slow the boats down back east and they want to slow them down out to 25 miles out to sea and they want them all to drive around at 10 knots because they said it was killing the northern right whale because these yachts were crashing into them, which it's never, ever happened. Not one yacht has ever recorded running into a whale on the, on the uh, eastern seaboard. But listen... Here's, they pushed and they pushed and they pushed and I think I got stopped. So now Noah's proposed a 10 knot restriction along the eastern seaboard, or no, excuse me, a 10 knot restriction on the Gulf of Mexico. These guys won't stop. They're just going, what, why slow them down in the Gulf of Mexico? There's no, there's no whales. There's no northern right whales. Gang, it's, absolutely mind-boggling to me. It's what goes on here in California. And I tell everybody, whatever happens in California, it's going to happen wherever you're at. And now these guys in the Gulf of Mexico are up in arms because they're going, what do you mean? 10 knot restriction. All of those men and women that work out on those oil platforms, those boats go super fast because why? Time is money. A lot of those guys standing on the deck of the boat, they're getting paid a phenomenal amount of money by the hour to stand on the deck of the boat. They can't work till they get to where they're going or they can't get off the clock until they get to their car. So the time they spend on the deck of these oil cruise ship, cruise, crew boats, we call them, that's all going to be passed on to you and me when we go to buy a gallon of gas. Everything matters, gang. I keep trying to tell you. They want to stop they just want to crush the economy in the United States of America for some reason. I don't care if you're left, right, middle. I don't care. I'm just telling you what's going on. You need to look around. You need to wake up. You need to see what's going on. This new green deal is going to absolutely devastate us like it's devastated Europe and England and France and Germany. And if you don't understand that, you need to wake up and look at what's going on. But CCA is the only real honest to God voice we have at the table, which Will it help? I don't know. But doing nothing won't help. I guarantee you that. Do nothing and nothing will happen. They'll just keep taking. So try to get involved with CCA. Grab that QR code that I have up there right now and try to sprinkle them a little bit of cash if you can because you know what it takes to 
to fight all this baloney. It takes money. Unfortunately, that's the bottom line. It takes money. So make sure you get involved with CCA or whatever organization you can get involved in. The, the conservation, the Coastal Conservation Association is all over the place. Texas, Florida, it's everywhere. So you can get involved wherever you're at. Just check it all out because it will come to your front door and you will be blown away. And Luke and I were talking a couple days ago. It's absolutely unimaginable what they're doing to him. And I hope Tommy Gomes has time to be on the show because right now we need a guy like Tommy that has a perspective and, and looks at what's going on. He has that TV show, The Fishmonger, and he's out there looking. And America's not stopping eating seafood. But we're getting it from countries that have no, none, zero regulation or very, very small amount of regulation. And I showed a couple of videos on my uh, on my uh, <clears throat> social media platform that showed how they raise freshwater shrimp and that water that they're coming. This is what's going on in the foreign countries, gang, where the seafood's coming from because America's not slowing down on their seafood consumption in any way, shape or form. But we're not allowed to fish for it in America, which is mind-boggling. We have the best seafood in the world here. And we can't even get our own seafood. And if we do, it has to be, it's so regulated and the amount of time it's open and closed is so gnarly that we can't even afford to buy our own seafood. China buys almost all of our seafood because they know it's the very, very best and they're willing to pay the very, very most. You're going to go into a store and you're going to are into a fish, a grocery store, not a regular fish market. You're going to go into a grocery store and you're going to see that fresh water farm raised shrimp sitting there. You're going to see shrimp caught in the United States of America sitting there and you're going to buy the fresh water all day because of the price. But like Tommy Gomes always says. Good seafood isn't cheap and cheap seafood isn't good. We need to wake up, America. We need to wake up. I, I know, Dave, you're, you're not a politician. I understand that. I'm a realist. I really, really, really am scared about what's going on and I need up. We need everybody to help us because it affects all of us. It affects our economy. It affects our livelihood. It affects our fun on the water. It affects our time with our children and our grandchildren. They keep taking everything away from us, gang, and we're going to wake up one day and we're just going to be able to sit on the side of the, the water and suck our thumbs and not even be able to go out there. So I know it's hard to get sport fishermen to agree on anything. That's why we argue with each other on social media and all over the place. We constantly argue in front of everybody. The commercial fishing industry, they're way smarter than the sport fishing industry. You will never see the commercial fishermen arguing with each other on a social media platform. They're way too smart. They're way too organized. Us, as recreational fishermen, we'll argue about anything. I'll tell you, 14-inch calico bass are breeders, and we should be only taking the 12-inch calico bass, but they took that away from us. But 10 of you will stand there and go, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, Dave. And you'll argue with me on social media in front of everybody. And then it just allows them to take more of our stuff. We don't get it. 
we we're our biggest worst enemy all right so enough of that let's go into what's going i'm sorry i just was so wound up i was reading all these things and I get lots of people sending me lots of stuff. Dave, talk about this on your show. Everyone knows how powerful this show is. Everyone knows. Even though your friends and your buddies say, oh, I don't watch that Dave Hampson. Oh, my God. God." They all watch. They know exactly what I say, exactly when I say it, and exactly how I say it. So everyone knows how powerful this is. That's why people keep reaching out to me and going, talk about this, Dave, talk about that, Dave, talk about CCA, Dave, talk about CCA all the time. Please talk about CCA. We all need to understand that we all have to get out in front of this thing because they're taking everything away. They've got some new people joining us here. Listen, we do this show Monday through Friday, live, every day, 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. We do it every single day. Monday through Friday. We're the only live podcast in America and we're the only live podcast five days a week in the world. So you're watching something historic. You're watching something bitching. We've been doing this. This is three and a half years now we've been doing this five days a week. We miss once in a while because of health problems or because of fishing and we're out on the ocean and And uh, the Starlink doesn't work and stuff. But 99.9% of the time, if you went back and looked, we don't miss very many days. So if you like what I have to say, and if you think this is entertaining, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Sprinkle me some stars on the Facebook page. Sprinkle me some diamonds over on the TikTok page. TikTok is amazing. We get about six to 800 people watching the show live, but then they won't allow anybody to see our videos over there. They keep a horrible shadow band on us over on TikTok. When they didn't have the shadow, shadow band two years ago, we were getting a million, two million views on our videos. Now we get four or 500 views. It's crazy. On Facebook, we get millions and millions of views. Instagram, we get millions of views. YouTube. Spotify, Apple, and Megaphone, we get plenty of downloads. Everything's working together. The only thing that's funny is the only time we get any views on TikTok is when we go live. I guess they haven't figured out how to shadow ban us over there. We don't say anything wrong. We don't use cuss words ever, and we only speak truth. So I don't know what the problem is over there, but they don't want you to see my cool videos. But we post three brand new videos every single day on all social media, every single day, Three brand new videos and a cool picture every single day. For some reason, Jake, they won't. My producer, Elliot's working on it. We can't go live over there anymore. I don't know why. Instagram's not letting it happen. But he said that we're about to come back on live over there. So we'll keep on doing what we do. And, uh, yeah, they don't like monkeys. Some people are wondering what that animal is jump walking around behind me. That's my uh, marmoset monkey. That's Marley. But gang, we got to be involved in this CCA thing because every time we turn the corner, every time we think we're out of the woods, they slam us with another thing. The 30 by 30 isn't gone by any stretch of the imagination. They're still wanting to get our bait. They want to get the live bait we use to fish with that we put 90% of it back in the ocean. They want to take that away from us. It has nothing to do with anything about fishing. It's all about control. Because we all know if it had to do with fishing, they would do something about the California sea lion, which is devastating the California coastline, Oregon, Washington, Mexico. That's the worst animal on the planet. It's doing the most damage of anything. 
but they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to address that. So make sure that you jump over to CCA California, grab that QR code, be a part of the solution, or at least help us to have a voice at the table. Those of you over on uh, TikTok, it's the Cal the Coastal Conservation Association of California is how you would type it in. The Coastal Conservation Association of California. And that would take you to the website. You can see all the cool things that they're doing for us to keep us fishing. But let's go. Enough of all that crap. And I know it's crap, but it's something we have to talk about every single day because they want to take everything away and they hate me. Let's be honest. Captain Dave has a suntan and he smiles. They don't like me up there in Sacramento, boy. They, I am the enemy. Big time. I smile. I have a suntan. The The governor of this great, that suntan that he has, they spray paint it on him right before he goes on TV. He's, white, he's whiter than this cup in real life. But they spray paint him and make him look like he has a suntan. That's why he hates me. He doesn't like me. I go outside. I have fun. I smile. My kids... Children love me. Grandchildren love me. Everybody loves Captain Dave and Gavin Newsom hates me because I talk truth. And I'm telling you that everything that they're doing is not helping us. So just understand that. So look at, here's what we're talking about. Southern California. We are going to have one of the most spectacular 4th of July weekends here in Southern California. The weather finally, like my sister said, they hadn't seen the sun in Oh my gosh, what were you telling me, Donna? Eight months, eight weeks, something like that. Well, the sun's coming out this weekend. The water's warming up. The bait barge has the best bait it could possibly have in Dana Point. The the bait report today is going to be insane when you read my or listen to my bait report on the website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. Bait is incredible, and bait is super important. You gotta have the right bait to catch fish. That's all set up. Everything's set up right now for one of the most awesome weekends. The bluefin are biting, the yellowtail are biting, the bonita are biting, the calico bass are biting. It's time to leave the rockfish alone for a little while. We've been hammering those for a while because it's been basically winter in Southern California until now. So it's time to leave the rockfish alone and get out there and start learning how to fish the spots up and down the California coast. You don't have to go to the islands. You can fish the spots along the California coast. There's yellowtail. And if you look at our game plans, you'll see there's yellowtail in quite a few places along the coast. There's also yellowtail at Catalina. There's yellowtail at San Clemente Island. There's yellowtail down to Coronados. There's yellowtail. And once in a while, they find them on a kelp paddy. There's bluefin. The table is set, and there's still really good halibut fishing at the Channel Islands. The table's set. The wind's going to stop blowing this afternoon. It's going to start getting really buttery nice out there. And then we have a big swath of warm water below the border, 69 to 71 degree water. And then let me just show you something that's really interesting. You guys won't even believe this if you don't watch buoy weather all the time. And most of us are windy. Excuse me. Windy.com is what I use. Hopefully we can get this up before my computer goes or my iPad goes dead. But these are two little hurricanes down here already early and they're marching up. Here's one right here. It's going to push water into California. And here's another one right here. If you look Sunday, that thing marches, this little guy marches right up to Cabo. He's going to push more warm water up 
These are early, little early hurricanes coming in July. All that does, though, for you guys up in Southern California is it's going to push a lot of warm water up into your area, which is good. It's really, really good for the whole thing. All this is going to work out very, very well for a phenomenal July, August, September of fishing in Southern California. So we're going to talk more about what you need to be doing to catch these fish in Southern California. Number one thing, I was talking to a couple of guys this morning. I pretty much talk to members all day. Anybody that's on here that's watching or listening that uh, can leave a message and let the other viewers know. When you guys call me, who answers the phone? I do. I own the website. Everything's me. I answer all your phone calls. I talk to all of you and I let you all know what's going on on the water. And I was talking to a couple of guys this morning that were going out fishing. And I, one guy's a member and one guy was his friend. And he's all, he called me up. He's all, Dave, can you talk to my buddy? I'm all sure. So we started to talk and I go, so what's the problem? What, what's going on? He says, I need to talk to you about the boats out here that are fishing. And I said, okay, what? He goes, we're driving, we're at Catalina right now. And we're driving by an area that's got four boats sitting there. And I was telling my buddy, we need to go check that out. And I was like, that is what, you, that's the problem. That's why you guys fail when you go out fishing. Your friends that you take fishing are your Unfortunately, they're the worst thing that you can do on your boat because they're not watching our videos. They're not watching our podcasts. They're not listening to us on Let's Talk Hook Up on Sunday mornings. They get out there on the boat and the first thing they say is, we'll just pretend like I'm driving the boat and, and uh, Franklin's on the boat with me and I'm driving and we're going by Catalina. We're going by... Uh, Let's just say we're on the backside going by Orange Rocks because I know that the fish are biting at Freddy's Beach. So I'm driving by Orange Rocks. And Franklin goes, hey, Dave, there's, look at, there's seven boats on that spot over there. We should go check them out. I'm like, Franklin, we're not fishing for boats today. My God, we're fishing for fish. If, and what I would say is if I would have known that you wanted to fish for boats today, we would have stayed in the harbor. Why is that? Because there's a boat on every dock. We could just drive up and down all the docks and you can see all the pretty boats. Gang, you got to explain to your friends when they get on your boat. And I know it sucks, but you got to explain to them in the morning. You want to watch these videos. This guy's funnier than hell. He's going to make you laugh, but you got to watch his videos and you got to understand what Captain Dave, I go. A lot of the members, they believe what I tell them. And so they fish the way I tell them to fish. They go to the places I tell them to go to. And they have total confidence in what I'm talking about when they go. And they say, you got to watch Dave. You got to listen to this. As we're driving out to the bait barge or something. And listen to him talk about fishing for boats. Okay, you don't want to do that. I don't care if you're East Coast, West Coast, Alaska, Cabo San Lucas, Puerto Vallarta, wherever you are. If you spend your day out there fishing for boats, you're not going to catch anything. You're going to get to watch some pretty boats that aren't catching anything either. It's if there's three or four boats around one boat, they're all there because they didn't have a plan. And they're all just fishing for boats. And that really gets to be really obnoxious when you're offshore. 
because right now with the swath of bluefin where they are from down by the down below the Mexican border, I won't tell you exact because you got to be a member of the website if you want to know exactly where the fish are. But they're down below the Mexican border, and then they stretch all the way up to San Clemente Island. And I'll tell you where at San Clemente Island if you uh, become a member of the website. Gang, the website. What is the problem here? We had people sign up. We had nine new members sign up yesterday. Great day. But three of them didn't leave their phone number. Is anybody on here? Can they? Can any of you hear me? Can I sell phone numbers or something? What is the fear of leaving your phone number? Because here's what happens when you sign up to my website. And it's mine. No one else owns it. It's mine. Every part of it's mine. But when you sign up, the minute you sign up, I get an alert on my telephone. The next thing I do is I go and I look at your, uh, look at your general information. And I see what your name is. And then below that, it says phone number. I dial your phone number immediately and I call you. The moment you sign up for the website, I call you. I thank you for signing up. But then I give you a tour of the most awesomest website ever built for fishermen. And I give you a nice tour and I remove your credit card from the system. And I tell you to take a free look. I don't want you to get charged for something you don't like. I give you a free look. We remove the credit card. You get a free look. You take a free look at it. And then you go, no, you know what? No, no. Way too much information here. I do not want that much information when I go out fishing. I want to wing it. I want to figure it out on my own. I don't want to be in a website where they give me everything I need to be successful. And that's okay. And I say, thank you. You checked it out. I know you want to just suck. And that's your... You have the right to suck. That's okay. But if you are tired of sucking at fishing, or if you just want to know what you're doing is right, then jump on the website. Plus, I took it a step further, and I built you guys the most phenomenal app for fishing. Everybody I talk to says, oh, my gosh, Dave, I cannot believe this app is so clean and so cool, and it works so good. And I'm like, yeah, isn't that weird? 60 almost 62 year old man built an app go on the app store or go on google play and grab as many apps as you can and see if you can figure out who owns them and then figure out if the owner has his phone number listed that you can call him and then i would say zero and then uh zero and uh you're never going to find out who owned it and you're sure the heck ain't going to be able to talk to him but you get to talk to me you get to tell me what you want to find out, what you want to learn. You cannot figure out how to use my website on your own. You can't Google how to use my website because no one's ever done this before. It's the only one. I am the corporation. I When you call my HR department, I do answer. So I'm just trying to help you and I'm trying to understand what's the fear of leaving your phone number. Somebody please text me and tell me. What is the app? The app is Your Saltwater Guide, just like my name on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Megaphone. It's Your Saltwater Guide, gang. Right now, we're averaging about 30 million views a month on social media and uh, podcast. It's crazy. I know. Never in my wildest imagination did I think this many people would love to watch me, but they do. 
it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And if you like my videos and if you think they're informative, wait till you see this website. You will be blown away. You will be absolutely blown away. I give away all the secrets that I was able to steal from all the superstars of fishing over my 48-year career of fishing for a living. So you may want to check it out. It's free. But look at as you learn how to fish the coastline, you're going to learn a very important thing. You're going to learn that you must anchor on spots. If it's not your friends telling you you need to fish for boats, it's you or your friends being too lazy to drop the anchor. That is the only reason why you don't drop the anchor is because you are lazy. Because, gang, think of the ocean as a giant desert. Because it is. With these little oasis in the desert, which we call the fishing spots. The fish just aren't free will swimming up and down the coast. They are actually swimming from spot to spot looking for food. Now, if you're drifting, and I know your sister's aunt's uncle's cousin caught a fish drifting one day. I know that. And it was a really cool fish, and it was beautiful. And then they didn't catch another fish for the, the rest of their career. Because they asked, when they caught that one fish, it was because they drifted over that one fish's house. Can you imagine if they would have anchored on the fish's house that they caught that one off of? They would have caught so many fish. It would have been incredible. Oh, my God. Hold on a second. Hold on. I don't know if Marley farted or if... I don't know what, but it... Look, look at... This is the most incredible product. Something's fishy. Look at this. Something happened over here, Marley. What did you do? Whew. That is... <laughs> Holy moly, moly, He was marking his territory, I think. So this stuff is incredible. This is something's fishy, gang. You can't even believe it. I have a monkey. That's what's running around up above me here. That's a live monkey. But monkeys, they like to uh, mark their territory. And when they mark, oh, it's so much better now. When they mark their territory, it's really stinky. I met this young man at the uh, Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Festival. Brandon's his name. Something fishy is his company. You want to check this out. If you have a smelly something, if you something in your house smells or your boat or your clothes when you go fishing, gang, any smell, this stuff covers it up so quick. Right now, my, my room smells all super fresh and clean. This stuff is incredible. Check this out. I'm not making this up. It's not a commercial. It's just that it all of a sudden it's stunk right here and I have it in the drawer and I'm like, well, Brandon, I'm going to use it right now. Check it out. Go check out Brandon. He's got that. Uh, he'll ship that stuff straight to you. Shayla sells it at the fish market in Dana Point Harbor. Something fishy is what it's called. It's going to take away that smell. And it just helped me out tremendously, Marley. I can't believe you did that. But back to what we were talking about. Anchoring up on the spots is crucial. It's so important that you are there presenting your bait proper so that it gets to those fish. If you're drifting on these spots, it's not going to work because you're going to pass by them. And then if you're drifting and you're chumming at the same time, I don't know what you're chumming for because you're drifting. And I'm not talking offshore. I'm not talking bluefin fishing or yellowfin or albacore, whatever happens to be offshore. We're talking about fishing the spots along the coast or at the islands. 
And uh, what it is, is don't worry, Brian. I don't really care. All they have to do is not watch. You don't have to defend, uh, defend me. We don't care. Those The people that are leaving these lame comments, they don't matter in the big scheme of life anyway. They don't matter. So don't even, don't waste your time. Cause I don't, I send them a ha 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 and a thank you. And I just keep on moving on. They don't matter. Anybody that's sharing negative, they don't matter. There's so much negative crap in the world. Why would you waste your time sharing negative on someone's podcast that you don't even know? That's ridiculous. Just change the channel. The world I came from, if we didn't like what was on TV when we were growing up, we changed the channel. We never in our wildest imagination thought we should send Hobo Kelly a text telling her we don't like what she's talking about. How crazy is that? That is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I think it's so flippin' funny when people comment on my post. I get 30 million views a month. I don't really care what you think. I don't. But waste your time and leave the comment because it makes me laugh. It really does. But I don't care what they do, Brian. It's okay. They don't bother me. I've been doing this so long. I forgot more than they'll ever know, so I don't care. So, well, rockfish is different. Wow, Willie. Rockfish is different. It's super deep. It's super deep. And they don't just nilly-willy drift on that spot all day. What they do is they drift across it. Then they drive back up and they drift across it again. Those fish aren't just swimming around in the ocean. That's a great question, Willie, and I'm glad that you asked it so I can answer it proper so you can understand. That rock is probably in three, four, five hundred feet of water. If you drop the anchor on it and the current's going the wrong way, now you've got to pull that anchor three, four, five hundred feet. It's going to take 20 minutes. It's going to take 20 more minutes to get back on the spot and reset the anchor, but if you put... All 30. Hey, Sean Hansen, would love to have you on the podcast one day, son. Wouldn't you guys love to hear my son interview me and tell you what it's like growing up Hansen? There he is. He's right there. If you leave a comment, let him know. I've been trying to talk him into being on here with me. You want to see what it was all about? He's 28 years old, raising, a, raising his little daughter, my little granddaughter. Wouldn't you like to know what it was like growing up Hansen? He's seen it all. He's been with me for a very long time. He's seen it all. So think about that. He wants, we want you to be on there. But let's say if you're rock fishing in 100 feet of water, then you can anchor on it all day, every day, Willie. But if, if you're not in 100 feet of water, and most people don't, they fish it in 300 feet of water, you have to drift on it. But yeah, if it's 100 feet of water, anchor on it all day, every day, twice on Sundays. And it, you got to remember a lot of these guys driving these boats. Just because they're the captain doesn't mean they know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Doesn't mean they know. Doesn't mean they know. All right. Now they it's been up opened up 300 feet's been open up forever. The bigger depths just opened up this year. But I've only been doing this for 48 years every single day for a living, Willie. I gotcha. Everything I'm telling you is truth. Whether you want to believe it or not, that's up to you. But I'm telling you the honest to God truth. You need to anchor on the spot. You need to anchor on the spot. If you don't want to anchor on the spot, Willie, that's okay. Don't. It's fine. I don't care. I'm just telling the people that want to learn the right way to do things. That's all. 
You want to anchor on the spot. That way, when you start to throw your chum in the water up towards the bow of the boat, because the current's going to be flowing to the back, so you're chumming towards the bow, all of a sudden the fish are going to start boiling behind the boat. Here's what I see a lot of people do. The minute they see a boil, they throw the chum at the boil. That's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. You know why that fish boiled on the back of the boat? Because you were throwing your chum towards the front of the boat. Now you threw that chum off the back of the boat. By the time it hit the water and it, the current took it, now it's outside of casting distance. Okay? So once it's outside of casting distance, then, so then if you've been doing this for 40 plus years for a living, Willie, then why'd you ask the question? People blow my mind every day. I don't get it. But heck, that's awesome that you've been doing it that long for a living. I never even heard of you, but wherever you're doing it at, congratulations. So back to what we were talking about, though. So when you're anchored up on the spot and you're chumming and you're throwing your bait towards the bow of the boat and the chum's going back and the fish are starting to boil behind the boat, the reason they're boiling behind the boat is because you've been chumming towards the front of the boat. Don't turn around now and start chumming off the back of the boat because the fish are boiling back there because now they're going to be way back behind you outside of casting range. Keep chumming towards the front always. When the fish start to boil on the back, keep chumming towards the front. Pretty soon they'll be eating the paint off the back of the boat. It happens every day. What depth is too deep to chum in? Well, think of this, Tim. How fast can you walk? A hundred feet. Pretty quick. A fish, one flick of his tail and he's moved a hundred feet. So if you're fishing in a hundred feet of water and you're chumming, all the fish on the spot, all fish, just like your dogs and your cats and all your pets, everything wants to eat. Marley, everything wants to eat. Those fish, their whole life depends on eating. So they're staring up towards the top down at 100 feet, they're looking up. They're looking up at that food. When you throw, when that chum drifts by them, flicking their tail, they're up 100 feet. 120 feet, now we're, now we're at a depth where maybe it's going to take more chum to get the fish off the bottom, but that's why you have that chum bucket tied up side of the boat. All these things matter. All these things matter. Everything matters. So everything matters. So you want to make sure. Okay, Willie, I got you now. Now I understand. Sorry. Okay, so everything matters. So when you're anchoring matters more than you can even imagine. Anchoring matters more than you could ever imagine because of the fact that it's going to get you situated on the fish's house. Once you're on their house, then you can start doing your chum. You can start fly lining your baits. You can start using your dropper loops. You can start doing all the different things that you think you need to do to be. There is no, Matthew, there is no way to tell which way the current's going unless you're at an area where there's kelp, seaweed growing off the bottom. You can see which way the strands are. Lobster season, you can tell by the way that the lobster buoys are laying in the water. But if there's none of that going on, and you'll see, you've been on sport boats before where the captain drops the anchor and he says, all right, gang, go ahead and wind them up. Current's going the opposite way. We got to check this out. I didn't know the current was going this way. Wind them up. We got to reset the anchor. So that's 
The only way you can really tell that there's nothing around to look at is you have to drop the anchor and then it'll tell you right away which way the current's going. And also, if there isn't any current, if there's no current, don't waste your time on that spot. Don't waste your time on that spot. If there isn't any current, you got to pull your anchor and you got to go. You got to go somewhere where there's current. Current, what current does is it blankets the spot with water moving across it and that brings all the different foods to the rock. So the fish know that as soon as the current starts to flow, it's feeding time. So they could be laying on the back part of the reef or the back part of the kelp bed or wherever they're, they're living at. And they're just kind of messing around, maybe trying to make some more little fish, just cruising around, playing with their buddies. And then all of a sudden, the current starts to flow and all the big fish on the rock or on the kelp move to the very front because they know the food's coming. But if there's no current, then there's no movement, then there's no uh, sense of urgency in the fish, if you will. So they don't move to the front. They don't move. They don't do anything. They're just like lackadaisically laying around. Same kind of thing happens in a river or a stream. Those of you that like to fish fresh water. What happens is in a river or a stream, the easiest parts to fish, the easiest parts to fish are where um, the water's not moving. But what is happening there? Nothing. There's no movement. There's no fish. They're going to be where the water's moving the fastest. They're going to be out there in the current of the river where the white water is and all that because there's going to be more food coming by them there and there's going to be uh, more oxygen out in that water. Same thing with the ocean. When that current starts to flow, it just turns on the whole, it flips a switch on the fish's head. It increases the prey density level in the water. They stand up a little bit straighter. They want to feed now. It's time to feed. They get all excited. It's time to feed. They know everything's changing. Everything's starting to happen. So they get all fired up and ready to eat when the current starts. But if there is no current, don't waste your time on that spot. Do not waste your time there. You've got to move. You've got to go to where the current's flowing. You've got to get to where the current is flowing. You got to get there. You got to be where the current's flowing. If there's no current, there's nothing's going to be happening. So you have to move around and find the current. And we talk about that a lot on our game plans. I want to be able to send you to the best place possible. I'm going to tell you 15 or 20 spots that you want to go look at. I'm going to tell you to fill up your GPS with as many spots as you can from our hotspots videos. Yeah, hotspots videos. We have over 1,200 spots. One thing you all need to understand is GPS numbers are worthless if you don't know what to do when you get there. You can go to West Marine or most of the local tackle stores and you can buy a laminated chart. You can go get a laminated chart that has all the GPS numbers on it. And those are great. They're really good. They're cool. They're real GPS numbers. They are. But when you get there, now you got a handful of GPS numbers, but you don't know what to do. You don't know, hey, does White Rock at San Clemente Island, does that fish on an uphill current or a downhill current? The numbers show it in 62 feet of water on the GPS on the laminated charts that you get. Do I want to fish in 62 feet of water? Where do I want to anchor when I get there? 
All these things matter more than you can imagine. And all these things are available at yoursaltwaterguide.com. I made the most comprehensive website ever built for anybody. You will never, ever have to suck at fishing again unless that's what you're into. But let's just, we'll go to White Rock. Since we were just talking about it, we're at San Clemente Island. We anchor up on White Rock in the proper depth. I'm not going to tell you what it is because you got to be a member of the website and everybody on the website knows what it is. But you're going to be anchored up on the spot in the proper depth of water. The current's going to be flowing the proper way that it flows. You're going to start your proper chum line. The reason you're anchored where you're anchored is because that's where the yellowtail like to hang out. That's why we're fishing at White Rock. All these things matter. If I was not anchored and the current was flowing and I got up to those numbers and I stopped on those numbers, by the time I got my line in the water, I was already past the spot. The yellowtail aren't going to just follow me down the island as I drip down or up the island. They're going to go right there on the spot and hang out at the spot because they know that that's the house. That's where they live. That's where they were born. They know that's where the food is going to come by when the current is flowing the proper way. That's why it's imperative to know where to anchor. It's also imperative to know how to anchor and how to have the proper ground tackle. If your boat has straight chain and no rope, or long, excuse me, excuse me, we have a lot of professionals on here. If your boat has straight chain and no anchor line, there you go. Now we covered all the superstars of boating and yachting. It has no line. It's got straight chain. And that's no bueno for fishing. That's no bueno for your boat. That's no bueno for nothing. That's how they rigged it, though. They put 300 feet of chain on there and sent you on your way when you bought it at the, at the boat broker's place. But you want to have the length of your boat and chain. If you have a bigger boat, like a 65-foot boat, I'd have 100 feet of chain. If you have a 30-foot boat, 30 feet of chain. 20-foot boat, 15, 20 feet of chain, something like that. But normally the length of your boat and chain and then three to 500 feet of, I was going to say rope, but we'll say line so we don't, none of the superstars have to get on here and tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. And then another thing, and we talk about it a lot, is uh, left side, right side, back, front of boats. I'm saying that because I'm talking to everybody. And I've been training people how to drive their boats for 30 plus years. If I say starboard, they're super confused. If I say left, they got it. There's no reason to, to jumble their minds. So I'm talking to everybody when I talk on my videos. It's fun, though, that you all want to correct me and let me know it's not the left side of the boat. It's the port side. I got it. I pretty much understand. But that's okay. I know you like to tell me. And I appreciate all the comments. But that's the one thing that you have to learn how to do is anchor on these spots, gang. If you want to be successful this year, and the yellowtail fish is probably going to be pretty spectacular up and down the coast and at the islands this year like you haven't seen for a very long time. And it's going to be imperative that you learn how to anchor on these spots, okay? So that's super important. And the, the fish that are coming... It's going to be fun. It's going to be like a really good El Nino. Bunch of my guys are telling me the water's cleaner than they've ever seen it before out at San Clemente Island. 
They've never seen it that purple. I remember growing up as a kid, it was purple all the time. We're in back into that cycle. So check it all out. Make sure that you have a good plan when you go out on your boat. Make sure you have your, you know how much anchor line you have and you know how much chain you have. And it all matters and you know exactly how to drop your anchor on the spots. And don't go look at these books that tell you, oh, five to one, six to one. Jesus, none of us carry that much ground tackle. I don't know anybody that does. Here's how I've done it my whole life. And I used to anchor up 15, 20 times a day. What we do is we put, we don't count the chain. We use the rope. Now, if I'm going to drop my anchor in 60 feet of water and I have 100 feet of chain, I'm going to lay all the chain out on the bottom and I'm going to let out 60 feet of rope. And that'll hold perfect. It does all the time, every day. Now, if the wind's blowing a little bit harder, I'll put out 60 feet of rope. That'll get a good stretch on that anchor. That'll get a good angle on it. That'll get it pointed in the right direction. All right? But all these things matter. Gang, I want you to jump over here to Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. Grab that QR code. They're going to be given away. We got one more day. And then July 1st, Roasted Anchor Coffee Company is giving away a bag of coffee and a, and, a, and a coffee cup and a hat to one lucky person. And all you got to do is enter their store. Go to Roasted Anchor Coffee Company or grab that QR code right there. That Kelly girl on Saturday will give it away. We're going to have a special little show. We got Promar products to give away. We got Roasted Anchor Coffee Company stuff to give away. So We'll get both of those things given away on Saturday. We'll have a special little show, a special little live show. We usually don't go live on Saturdays, but we will this week just to give away the free gifts. Go check out Roasted Anchor Coffee Company, gang. They're based out of San Diego. They're, they got a really cool product. The coffee is phenomenal. Kelly loves the dark roast. I love the light roast. There's got a, And then there's that medium roast. There's something for everybody. Go check it out. Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. And uh, just by entering the QR code, that lets them track who you are. You don't have to purchase any product. I want you to go look. If you do purchase, thank you. You're going to get 25% off your purchase because you use the QR code. Those of you on TikTok, when you go to Roasted Anchor Coffee Company, just put in the code YSWG on your way out the door, and that'll save you 25% on your order. And check it all out. Thank you all very much for everything you do for us. Do not forget that Kelly Girl and I are going to be at the Pacific, or excuse me, I was going to say the Pacific Coast Sport Fish. No, the Anthony Shea Lifetime Conservation Award reception and dinner at Hubs SeaWorld for the creator of SeaWorld's son, Bill Shedd. Milt Shed created SeaWorld. We're going to go over there on the 3rd of August. We're going to have a really bitchin' cocktail party at the Hubs Research Center. Then we're going to get in those baskets and go over the bay to SeaWorld and have a beautiful sit-down dinner, silent auction. There's going to be all kinds of stuff to do. If you want to join us, grab that QR code I just put up on the screen. August 3rd, Kelly Girl and I will be there. We got a couple of seats left at our table. All the proceeds, everything, every dime you spend on the dinner and every all the food's donated, everything's donated, time, my time's donated, everybody's time. A lot of industry's going to be there. Todd Manser will be there. I'll be there. Kelly Girl will be there. Todd's beautiful wife, Corinne, will be there. 
We'll all be there. We'll be there to talk to you guys, check it all out. But the thing is, it's all about supporting CCA, like we talked about in the beginning of this show. They're on a mission to stop us from fishing commercially, recreationally, anything that has to do with going outside in the great United States of America. They don't want that happening anymore. We all got to get involved. It's time. Like I was talking to Wayne a couple of weeks ago. It's time. It's no longer time to be defensive. It's time to be on the offensive. We've got to get involved. I need everybody to help us. If you want to join us for that dinner, it's going to be phenomenal. You get to go. I am a geek for SeaWorld. Okay. And then the Hubs Research Center is where they do all the if you buy a California fishing license and you get to have that enhancement stamp and you really don't know what it is, well, all that money goes to the Hubs Research Center, which was first built by Milton Shedd before SeaWorld. The, the history is incredible. But we get to go there to start off with and we're going to get to see the white sea bass hatchery and we're going to get to see the halibut hatchery. You're going to get to learn all about that. You're going to get to find out where all your money's going. You're going to get to see it, touch it, feel it. Then when SeaWorld closes, we're going to get on those baskets and ride over there and have a dinner on the grounds at SeaWorld when it's closed. Are you kidding me? Who doesn't want to go do that? And then all the money that we raise is going to go to CCA to help us stop all these shutdowns. Anybody that lives in San Diego or is going to be around San Diego on August 3rd, please join us. Please come. Todd Mancer's table is fully available. There's eight seats at his table. There's two seats still at Kelly Girl and I's table. Plus, there's plenty of seats for anybody else that wants to come. We will add more seats if we can get more people, but we need everybody to come and be involved. I hope to see you all there on August 3rd. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Tomorrow's going to be incredible. We got Steve Carson. If you don't know who Steve is, type him, Steve Carson. Type his name in. He's a rep from Penn. But he's been fishing, and he's set all kinds of records. He's got all kinds of cool things to talk about. He's been in the industry for a very, very long time. He's going to be our special guest tomorrow on the show. Hopefully, you can all join us tomorrow, 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, live with Steve Carson. It's going to be a fun show, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for all those great comments. Thanks for letting me know what you think you think you know better than I do. It's fun to see it, but... It doesn't bother me, so don't worry about it, Brian, Q-Ball, Scott. Don't nobody needs to worry about me. I've got this. I'm doing good. All right. <laughs> uh, they all have to, Scott. It's just part of their life. Their life sucks, so they think they need to go on someone's podcast and tell them how to do their life because their life sucks so bad. <laughs> all right. See you guys. <laughs>